Okay. Hi guys. This is another episode of Behind the Scenes and today we have somebody who is I think you guys do not have any idea who this person is. Why am I saying this? Because your only reference to this person that is sitting right in front of me is Nidhi Sahai. So I think for those of you who have who would have seen Nidhi Sahai's interview, she was mentioning a name very frequently. and that was ashwin shanwar and in one of the part of that uh, episode you would have noticed me been completely surprised when nidhi told me that her achievements is nothing when compared to ashwin shanwar's achievements so when i remember how we promoted and uh, promoted nidhi's and advertised nidhi's episode as her being the legendary debater and manner but now we that is gap radio in itself is at a dilemma because we are sitting across a person who's even beyond nidhi's uh, caliber so okay so let us get to a little former uh, formal introduction for ashwin shanwag uh ashwin shanbag is a dispute resolution advocate practicing in madras high court who runs his own firm which he started a year and a half ago called s and associates he handles civil corporate commercial and arbitration and he graduated from cmr law school in 2015 so nobody has any idea about who this person is <laughs> so now he has won he, uh, during the course of his law, law school he has won countless debates he has participated in, in international months and he has chaired several in india also he was awarded the best outgoing motor and debater during his graduation So now we have a little closer look of Ashwin Shonbag the like the teacher of legends as he is most famously called in our college so hi ashwin how are you hi um it's so good to be here but this i think i can't help but feel extremely old with your introduction but i'd like to let people know at the outset that i'm not actually that old <laughs> but um uh, it's so good to see such a nice initiative and especially during the pandemic Uh, assuming that you guys won't be having much of debates i think it's really nice that you guys are keeping yourself occupied um and i did get a chance to see nidhi's interview i got a short glimpse of it and it was so nice to uh, listen to nidhi speak after a very long time even though uh, i think she was being very unfair in terms of you know giving me such a high status in her speech but um i i'm doing great uh, to answer your question and uh, it feels so nice to get in touch with people from college because i very very if if, if i'm being very honest i'm probably in touch with a total of five people from college and that includes two professors so and um, uh, so it feels really nice especially when you told me that you're in fifth year i i can't even possibly imagine like it's been uh, just to put things in perspective i I joined CMR in the year 2010, where probably a lot of people were still like in early days of their high school, school or their primary school, and um, things were way, way, way different then in CMR than it is right now. For starters, I don't think it's called CMR Law School anymore. I think it's called uh, School of Legal Studies, CMR University, if I'm not wrong. Um, and um, I did get to visit campus in between just to collect some of my certificates, um, and I, it just brought back so many memories. So I'm very excited to be doing this with you and sharing some really nice things with you guys, and uh, probably some behind the scenes of how things were when when we were in college from 2010 to 
and perhaps like get some memories back from you as well like in terms yeah. of how things are going there right now so okay so let's get start with this uh, it's 2010 okay and you this is like your first year in college what is paint a picture of a ashwin shonbag like was the ashwin shonbag always this redoubtable or was it something which was a little simmered down version of ashwin that we had or were you always this uh, this active in things and everything so i uh, i'm basically from chennai and uh, i've always studied here grown up here uh, so on and so forth and uh, i i think i decided to do law at a very late stage in my life and thank god i did because i'm absolutely in love with the profession right now but i was very confused towards my 12th and so which is one of the reasons why i didn't actually give clat a proper try and so it actually boiled down between two choices back then shastra university had just started their law program as well and so my parents were like i mean we have this college which is a quite a new college and you're sort of joining law a little late uh would you like to join cmr or would you like to join like shastra i thought to myself saying that okay i've not heard of either so might as well choose the city and i chose bangalore for which i'm absolutely absolutely thankful to myself for over tanjavur which in retrospect anybody would have taken that decision and um, first year of college i actually started college 3 weeks late so i started some actual classes started sometime in july first week and i started about in august uh last week because i was i chose law very late in my life and i started with something else initially and it was all like very confusing so as soon as i came to cmr law school especially banaswadi it was it's totally different than what it is right now i think you didn't have so many outlets as what it was back then you certainly didn't have so many places to hang out or chill back then it was just like a cmr university probably was the landmark of the area i'm sorry cmr law school as what it was called back then was probably the landmark of uh, chikabanaswadi or oembar layout as you'd call it and there was literally nothing else we had a tea shop like a few hundred a uh, few meters down the road and we had a coffee shop right opposite the college which i think is a pharmacy right now if i'm not wrong so uh, this is essentially what it was and for my uh, classmates i think it was this is the first time i'm introduced to a very diverse bunch of people like coming from different states some from outside the country as well and i was i don't know what i was thrown into but i was very i was always a very hyperactive kid and i think a lot of my classmates found me interestingly so annoying because i probably was because i was always that hyperactive talk talkative kid in school as well and i just brought that same level of energy onto um in, onto the class i think i probably pissed off uh, my class teacher back then who was tabasu ma'am and i i probably got on her nerves quite a bit i apologize if she sees this um but um it there weren't many activities so but i had a lot of friends in national law school the people that i went for law classes with towards the end of 12th standard and i mean i didn't care so much about the fact that i didn't end up in analysis but i cared so much about the fact that you know i made such good friends but i'm not going to be with them so i was always monitoring their progress and they would always be like oh cmr law school we've not heard much of it because it's it wasn't heard of much back in the year 2010 at all as much as what it is heard today so i started just going to i it started with me just visiting spiritus just to hang out with my friends spiritus is their sports fest and 
that's when i got to meet a lot of nice people a lot of a bunch of really smart people where they were telling me oh you like hanging out with us so much our immune is coming like a few um, uh, weeks down the line why don't you just come for it and i had attended a few internal ones back in school in chennai and then i thought okay i mean why not so i did end up enrolling for it and i went for it and i didn't speak much or do anything because it took me a while to grasp the procedures that were involved the kind of terminologies that were thrown around but i was in awe of like you know the concept of people from different colleges uh, coming to one specific place in order to compete for something because i was always involved with culturals and all that in high school um so it was not a concept that was alien to me in order to be part of a public speaking event so i started off i would say amion was more of a gateway for me in order to uh enroll in a any form of a proper competitive public speaking and it i i have to say it was really really fun because i got to meet a lot of interesting people topics were nice and i was always very fascinated about wearing a suit and clicking nice pictures i think amion by the end of the day when i sort of quit doing amions was all about that um but it was a great place to meet a lot of amazing smart people which is very interesting because i'm still in touch with some really really nice people whom i met from in the year 2010 uh, and um in terms of college per se i like how nidhi said like i was one of the people that she initially looked up to we had a bunch of see i think that happens with every generation of people that pass out of any institution like i'm sure like when you pass out like uh, if you do pass out I, i mean i'm not i'm sure you'll pass but if you do essentially end up passing out um <laughs> yeah it's okay tax law is a watch out for tax law if you haven't but um um if when you pass out you'll know four years down the line someone someone's going to end up eventually talking about you like this saying that oh i really looked up uh, to prate and your other two partners at gap uh, because these guys were the ones that taught us everything and that kind of mentor mentee relationship is something that plays a huge role in any student's life and for that matter um i would very fondly remember uh, uh three to four people uh, alok who was who you there's no chance of you knowing alok but alok was uh, one, when i joined my in my first year he was in his third year um sorry he was in his fourth year uh then there was darshan who was in his third year and then there was virain who was in his fifth year and so which means virain is super significantly older to you right now but these are people that like always um thought us things like they would just be very chill so i still remember college was very like feeling so different person hustly bustly as what it is right now there weren't many activities so they told us that moot trials are on and like first years and second years are in one group third fourth and fifth year are in another group um so i always heard of the concept of a moot court even when i was in school so and it's a mock court so what's not there to like let's just go try it out so they gave us a very interesting unique problem with regards to cctv cameras in classrooms just to test us on our basic consti knowledge i think i think it's like pretty basic uh i still remember i was waiting for my rounds uh they uh, there used to be a moot court i'm not sure if it's still the moot court hall uh, a corridor outside the moot court hall and the um, the library used to be diagonally opposite to that room itself which was the moot court hall so we were sitting there and i still remember darshan who had just finished his rounds and uh he saw me he came up to me and he said i heard you're from chennai and he could speak a little bit of tamil so and trust me i was just waiting to listen to people speak in tamil and 
when he came and spoke to me in tamil and he started chatting with me he said come let's go for a a, a tea a glass of tea for all practical purposes i'm going to say a glass of tea and then we went out for a glass of tea and we started chatting and he told me that he basically gave me the ins and outs of what needs to be done in college and what not what shouldn't be done well i it i'd be lying if i told you that i followed most of it but that was my first brush with my seniors who told me like these are the activities but i wanted to go one step further because like i was always like i would say put down that i was from cmr or something but in the initial few weeks when i used to come back to chennai and like i would meet up with these friends who were, who went to nls or nujs they would just make fun of me and say you come on bro you just write clat again and things like that i was just not interested because at that point i was i became comfortable with it i wanted to do something from here itself so i started creating opportunities for me and that way i really really appreciate the management uh, back then pratima prabhakar was the principal and uh, we had planish sir uh, we had chandra ma'am taking care of the moot and we had shrinidhi sir taking care of other forms of public speaking activities so there was no official societies per se like I, so one thing that i'm quite envious of you guys is that I always wanted to bring that on board, and just after I passed out, I think uh, I think Nidhi got it through. Nidhi and Shantel and all got it through, and like she told me, hey, guess what? Like Shantel messaged me sometime, like saying that we now have a depth sock. You've got to come and check out these things. I'm like, I was like, boss, I've been trying this for years, and then I gave up after a certain point. But opportunities were always allowed for. So if there's a competition that comes up, um, and I tell. Shrinidhi sir or Chandra ma'am or Pranish sir say I want to go for this competition. They would always allow me to do so, and that really opened up a lot of opportunities. So MU and that way was a gateway for me. Um, then came moot courts, and then only towards I would say towards the fag end of my um, public speaking career in college. But uh, I may have started the concept of parliamentary debates quite early on. but see a pd ultimately has to be with regards to a few teammates right like it's like when you take agents you have three people in a team and you have vp you have like two people in a team so finding that right combo for me was a very daunting task for a very long time uh, we would go to nls even in our first year i still remember uh, dashin me and niant were in one team niant claimed that he had done pds before so we were very confident saying that okay so there's someone who knows pds before he was the i still remember Uh, he was the first speaker in our first round so this is 2010 nls debate all right uh, i do i think we were facing one of the iits and back then iit i'm sure iit bombay right now is also what it is used to be and this guy gives a 4 minute speech as a pm he comes back and sits in his chair i don't darshan and i tell him acha isn't the speech supposed to be for 7 minutes long he's like yeah yeah just go and just wing it bro and that's how our first brush with pd was and this is 2010 right okay but i was just not satisfied but then after point i started so the concept of cross teams and all came and i started crossing with a lot of my friends from different places from manipal from christ and i started breaking in tournaments a little towards the end with that may not have been like entirely beneficial for the university by but it introduced the concept it gave me a lot more confidence to get more into parliamentary debates and um which which was quite nice so this also allowed me to sort of introduce some people that i was in touch with because at one point in time uh people who were like really doing well in like the debating circuit pd circuit back then people like kartik shivram and all those guys won asian pp from rbi in 2011 so that was like a very big deal back then uh first asian team first asian team 
to win a british parliament international british parliamentary tournament and first indian team that too so that was a very big deal so i became quite close to my followers and i told him like boss you need to come and teach us how exactly to debate and for a very 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 nominal fee practically for nothing because kartik was very passionate about debating per se he came and he taught all of us like how to debate and stuff we still didn't end up doing that well because it debate was all about like learning from your mistakes and practicing practicing and hours of practicing so i've always had like a great deal of friends in the debating circuit per se some of whom have actually gone on to like do phenomenally well in world university debating championships and all for other forms name it asians bp uadc and all these competitions in fact uh, some of close some of the people that i was quite close to in the debating circuit run institutions that teach debating like isds is an institution that basically churns out world school debating championship debaters in fact they won the world school debating championship last year so i've always been in touch with these people but somehow it was very difficult for us to get that into the mainstream um things with the cards to the school but i'll come more on to it if you have it i think if you'll allow me i'll keep speaking yeah. for yeah. <laughs> for us so i think you could ask me something more specific yeah okay so okay so to ask you something more specific so you in this uh, like five minutes you have explained and like elaborated so nicely everything about yourself and more so one of the aspect that you touched upon was about your uh, starting as in your starting in the extracurricular scene you have explained so nicely that you uh, it was nls who which was so crucial as a which played a role in bringing you over here uh, but it was always the bar nls nls was always the bar when it came to everything and anything like it's not we are not jealous of them but we've always envious of the kind of resources that they have and okay i mean the government back with all due respect but they were just for me i think the frame the the um term was not it didn't seem so smart to hang out with them it was nice to hang out with them and it was very cool so i had a mix of friends from there and that really helped me spur my objectives to be very honest okay so but you have explained that it was nls who brought you into all of this but this is that this is we are talking about 2010 okay like 2010 2012 13 now i know muns like muns in a very different form because i know that this this is complete i don't know i'm just guessing maybe it is completely different from what it was so was mun different from what it is today because today it's super sorted super commercial in nature there is uh, money that is involved in almost everything and you said that you were super excited in like wearing the coat and getting the pictures and that is what eventually muns became um so was that always the case or was it different from what it is today absolutely not i think it's all about the quality withering down right like for instance we had about in the year 2010 it, they would have been like four to five muns in to, in the total of south india so delhi's and bombay have always been a very active scene and delhi and like the so many of the dpss they have like they have there are more dpss in delhi than there are more states in india so and each one of the dps had their own mun and so delhi was always the seat so if you're a delhi mun it means that okay this guy always knows how it is but south india was not like that more specifically a place like chennai or bangalore you'd have like for vidyaniketan has been hosting it for a very long time in the school scene um then yeah but uh, sofias and all those people but 
very very few amuants extremely good quality see if you don't have many amuants happening in the south only the best end up coming to it because they don't have many opportunities to go elsewhere so when you have the best of best competing with something you really have a nice mixture so i vit amuan has always been the benchmark that way in terms of just blowing it out of like just blowing the roof in the sense that 2010 vit amuan had so south india's largest amuan at that point in time i would even say one of india's because back then itself they, they had about 11 committees see vit is a university that has insane infrastructure all right so they brought people from delhi bombay to chair the committees and i was really fascinated about these things and so i uh, amuans just became a thing like that and but more specifically i just wanted to see how to utilize the skills that i've sort of developed over here uh, then i started obviously chairing at amuans then um i started just seeing what else can i do okay it's see at that then the, the mentality was that oh, is this going to add value to the cv is this going to make me get into a good law firm is this see every law school like that comes in has that that specific um, mentality right so uh, like if there's an advice section to me to the juniors i would come to it later at a later point in time but i was guilty as charged i was also one of them so i just try to just see uh, how best to make my cv better so in the sense that should i publish papers next should i go for moots next um so mooting i think one of the biggest regrets of my life was almost taking a two year break from mooting itself so <laughs> this is the funniest thing is the in the first year itself i was the only first year that got an opportunity to actually end up going for a moot as a researcher and this happened for the all india national moot court conducted by the ulc this is not because i was so good or anything of that sort it's because virena and alok that they were the a, they were considered to be the a team back then unofficially so they were supposed they were the best team back then and they were supposed to be sent to ulc and their research they didn't have any researcher because it was kept very close to the holidays or something um so everyone would go back to their so chandra ma'am asked do you want to go i was like yeah fine let's go and i went as a dummy researcher i literally did not help them with anything not even a full stop not even a comma i just i think i just held them take printouts for like the case laws that they had downloaded but watching them work was a magical experience and in my first boot we ended up becoming the runners up in that competition losing to nliu bhopal by a small margin again back then it was a five judge bench of the sitting judges of karnataka high court judging the finals and being in front of them just sitting in front of them i didn't do anything let me be very honest with you but it was a very cool sensation so i did well in my recently well in my second year and stuff like that but like i said my confidence with regards to public speaking sort of increased with my muns as well and that reflected in my debate performances all the debates that used to go and then i started crossing with other teams and breaking into some debate competitions as well i think one of the uh in fact i like i said i'd look at what my nls friends are doing and see if i can create this opportunity for myself one such opportunity in fact was uh, this specific competition i actually <laughs> bunked two papers of my kslu exams to go for this because it was this competition called a uh, global debate and public policy challenge they've obviously stopped it now but it happened two consecutive years in the year 2013 and 14 so i saw some of my nls friends go on, just two of them go in 2039 it sounded very cool so the competition format is that um you would have to write a policy brief on a specific topic 
so out of like 3000 4000 people it it will come down you will move on to the next round if your policy brief is selected so you will be like a a policy advisor to a government and they give you a fake scenario saying that now advise the government so you'd have to and they give you the format for it as well so you will have to argue like basically it's debating on paper you would have to argue as to why your policy needs to be selected i went to the next round on in my year in in the year 2014 the second round they had to bring down from 3000 to uh, 300 and then from 300 they had to bring down to just 40 people from across the world um they had to they asked us to send a more detailed proposal from what we had defended in our earlier policy brief which i did and i got selected i honestly was just giving this a very long shot because even the friends of mine that went from nls were very very smart but i put in my honest hard work i did my research prepared sat day and night on preparing my policy brief uh, one fine evening i get an email from the organizers of this global debate and public policy challenge that um you're selected for the finals and the finals is happening in budapest and uh, on so and so dates uh it's an all expense paid trip the, they had me at all expense paid trip to budapest all right i didn't even bother reading the contents of the email below that i'm said boss i in i didn't check the date for the very for a very long time and after i told them told the dates to my best friend from college amber i'll tell you more about him at a later stage but when i told him he was like boss what is wrong with you i'm using the word boss but he had used a specific word i don't want to repeat for a for all like for best purposes um he was like these are coming exactly on like our final exam dates of the fourth year what is wrong with you i'm like dude this is a debate that is sponsored by the open society foundation of george soros and it's bringing like 40 really smart minds across the world and it's going to be a one week long program where the mornings were teaching us policy debating um there would be classes in the morning uh, the debate competition itself in the evening and then like a good hanging out time in the nights it's budapest okay and um, that was i decided i i went and i told pratima ma'am that i want to do this competition she said you know you'll flunk two papers right like you it will you know you'll have to rewrite it again i said i don't know if i'll be able if i'll be selected from 3000 odd people in the next year i don't even know if the competition will be there in next year i think it's one of the best decisions that i've taken in my life to chuck those two exams and go for the competition because it just opened another dimension like it just made me more of a mature debater or a more mature because there was one week of training from international debaters as well and you're literally competing with people from harvard yale oxford cambridge and stanford and all these people and then there's me from and from india there were like literally three people two people from nls and one from uh, cmr law school and there was one from iit bombay so you can see the sort of disparity there as well so i took the opportunity and i'm so glad that i did i i would still say it was one of the best weeks of my college life then i decided now i want to give mooting a chance so from doing it from first year i just directly went to doing moots properly only in my fourth year and fifth year and it's the uh, best decision that i took so in fourth year again when it came to mooting one of the things that i wanted to essentially do was do jessup like i've heard so much about jessup and because of doing muns and so on and so forth i was always fascinated about public international law see it may not in my personal opinion have a career in terms of uh, practice 
uh, especially in India. But it was a field that I was always very um, fascinated about, and this was also the phase in my life where I want to. Oh, I'm doing MUNs. I want to be an Indian diplomat at some point in time. I'm going to study for my UPSC. That kind of a phase is when I was going through, and um, I wanted to do JESA. But I'll tell you more about JESA because there was a lot of confusion involved there in fourth year. Fifth year is when I actually. I think I w- I would say it was my best year in terms of mooting because I did three moots in that year. We won all three on three, and uh, so I mean we came runners up in one and uh, we came runners up in two and we won one. So uh, so fifth year was fun, but again I'll come to that later. Okay, so I think your uh, this classic vacillation for a student to decide whether competition in a phase where there is an examination and your priorities are super clear. Like from what I can gather, your priorities are very clear. Okay, now you say that you don't regret this decision, but tell me from like a realist perspective. Now that you have been in this field for like five five plus years at least. Uh, does it actually matter missing two exams and going for a competition uh does it matter like don't compare the competition to be the competition that you were going to like a budapest or fancy but like okay, so you're basically asking me a general question of whether do marks like do exams should we take it as seriously as uh is it something along those lines so it is one thing to ask a question that is should we take exams seriously over a competition but it is something completely different to completely miss the exam and go for a competition <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i i mean i was called crazy by a lot of people but it i, I mean i i really can't put in words the kind of experience that i had in that one week uh so for me personally yes it was totally worth it but i think individuals should like determine on a case to case basis because if you're looking to right after graduation if you're looking to like go for uh, your masters and stuff like that like it's going to be very difficult to explain why you left those two exams like unless you can make it up with like significant work experience like what i'm attempting right now uh, because i'm planning on applying for my masters only this year after I've, every like the last two years i've been wanting to do it but i've been like putting it off until like I decided let me set up my own firm and then like once that firm is stable I can take my year off and go and come. Uh so it really doesn't matter to me right now that I missed those two exams but in general I would I one thing that I would say that don't take your grades as easily as what see again it's like comparing apples and oranges because I studied in Karnataka state law university. I would finish an exam paper come back and tell my mom ma i aced this paper topper university topper and um i like i i still remember environmental law was one such paper that is a paper that i will never miss i mean forget in my life because this is a year where i came runners up in a moot uh, at christ with the topic being environmental law this is the year i did jessup which was also based on the theme of environmental law so i was happily teaching my classmates some of my classmates environmental law i was saying hey polluter based principle is this man this man i think i aced the paper and i come back and i see the marks i got 23 in that paper so i had to rewrite that paper it was a big shock for me then i thought like i like for instance tax in my final year i thought i was done i to the extent that i came back and i told my mom look it's not so bad to study law for five and a half years some people just it's okay let's it's fine don't and but i actually ended up doing pretty good in tax like it was so confusing so 
marks in kslu were not probably the best metric to determine how they would turn out later at their lives uh, it most certainly was not a metric for me because i was always prone towards litigation after the third year uh, once i made my mind saying that it was litigation i was more focused on learning the concepts and doing good internships and studying well for my exams to get good marks so my marks also like picked up in fourth and fifth year towards the end a large thanks to practicals for that as well but yeah um uh marks matter at the end of it absolutely okay so uh, i think in between you said about your third year and how you decided to go for litigation and i think for yeah. all students right from the first year to fifth year it is a moment that every student has to decide whether which field so for you it came in third year but uh, do you think that this is the like third year is the right time for a student to think start thinking about these or should they actually wait out till like fourth year fifth year and like or be committed towards one thing from the earlier itself i think um, internships are your best friend that way man like in fact if you if you've done enough internships over the course of your 5 years and i urge people to do it because you will get a taste of both worlds like i've done a bit of fair share of corporate internships and litigation internships i just felt that being stuck in the see i'm not taking anything away from corporate lawyers they i'm sure they do phenomenal job they sure earn a lot of money um but i felt that there was that maybe because i was always prone towards public speaking the or the fact that moot courts fascinated me somehow i felt that litigation would be very challenging and madras bar is one of the best bars i mean i met the bar association is one of the best bar associations that there is and uh i so i would always be thankful for uh, thankful to aruna ma'am i don't know if she's still in college because she was the one that basically although like chandra ma'am also comes from a litigation background and she's told me how she's was part of the madras bar for a little while before she took up teaching and everything uh, aruna ma'am told me that like litigation is a different game like when you get into it you don't know what it's going to uh, throw at you you have to swim against it and like just come out successfully and it it's it's fun she used the word it's fun and it's exciting so i think that was the turning point and that's when i started until then i was like oh amarchand mangaldas oh azb oh trilegal oh i want to see who which i want to see if my father has any contacts in these firms in order to try and get them because like let's face it i wasn't getting in through placement in 2015 and all i'm sure now they probably are looking at our college but 2015 they certainly weren't um that was also another reason why i said litigation could be fun so i think it was a mix of a lot of factors but what i would suggest youngsters to certainly do is decide early on maybe within the first 3 years uh, based on your internships it's about how you feel and your circumstances see some people um may their family situation may warrant them to start earning big bucks from the word go and maybe uh litigation could not be their cup of tea at that point especially if they're a first generation lawyer because it could prove to be quite challenging maybe there are exceptions but in general like i've seen a lot of people struggle in the initial few years especially when you're a junior to someone else man that that gives you a reality check like that really does so all this uh hype about oh, oh ashwin chanbag oh mumro debater oh mutor across 5 years i was just passing scot free in college after i started litigating under my senior he just gave me the reality check of my life the first ever draft that i gave him he just literally threw it across my face and i i don't think i ate for two days after that we'll so come to, we'll come to that we'll come to that yeah. but what i'm essentially trying to say is 
please do as many internships as possible so that you decide early on i would say third year should be your ideal time when you deciding see you can always have a career shift at a later point but start with something don't be too confused till like fifth year that's my advice okay so before i move on to your experience in the outside world and your famous graduation story that uh you said that you uh, that aruna ma'am shin uh, shini sir and chandna ma'am were your favorite teachers okay and they're still in the college uh what was your first impression about these teachers and what like what made these teachers your favorite teachers they are see i would see also, see they're not favorite unfavorite teacher per se it's just things that you small things that you pick up from everyone like one of the lessons earliest lessons that i learned in law school is not even something law related but it's a lesson that i still use in my life uh in my first year pranesh uh, uh, sir was teaching me a specific paper and uh, so i when he would say something because i was sitting in one of the last benches uh i wouldn't hear it and i would say sorry like how you say like when you don't hear another person he was like what are you sorry for you shouldn't say things like sorry you should say i beg your pardon or pardon and that is a lesson that like two three times i kept doing it but it's a lesson that caught on to me till like life and i understood why it matters so much in like litigation but all my teachers were were honest i'm not saying this because they could potentially watch this but i've never had any beef with any specific teacher per se but these three teachers i was fond of mostly because i used to interact a lot with them and uh, around different spheres um why would i did, was your question why would i what was the experience with them like that made them my favorite that um i think it's with regards to chandra ma'am it's mostly because of her ability to put up with me i think i was a, especially in like fourth and fifth year i think i I think I literally made her cry once, for which I will eternally be apo- apologetic for. But um, I was a naughty person in class, man. Like, whenever I'm awake, I'll be naughty person. Like, I would in fifth year sometimes I have the tendency to like just listen to <laughs> lectures and sleep off. And Chandra Ma'am would try waking me up by all means, saying, "Don't bloody sleep." And then after a point, she just gave up. And that even when I'm Mavik, she'll think that I'm physically present and absent. So small banter's like this would what would make these are things that you remember for a very long time. You'll definitely come to. Shrinidhi sir, because he was the person that created a lot of opportunities outside the mooting circle. So, like what uh, Nidhi would have told you as well, bringing up new competitions like KSLU debates and other debates in and around. And he was also very encouraging of the fact that we have to improve a PD parliamentary debating team. And he said, "You take the lead and do it." No, I would go and ask him, "Sir, we need to have this." And he would be like, "Ashwin, you just keep saying that we need to do this. Why don't you take the lead and do it and show it to us?" And that kind of a uh, booster. He always had that aura around him. So, and he was also a very good teacher. ADR was one of my favorite subjects taught by him. So, I think like that way he was very good. um aruna ma'am more because she was the one that i would always have that bias because she was the one that gave me a little bit of clarity uh in terms of how to proceed so may my interactions with her may not have been very a lot but the fact that these people have slight impacts in your life makes a lot of difference absolutely okay wow wow okay now coming finally to your graduation story and then moving towards your life beyond college Okay, so I think we you as you as <laughs> sorry you have hyped us a lot 
about this so what exactly happened no, i think it was not so much as hype so in my final year i uh, basically decided to um uh take a separate apartment out so i was living in a small pg until then first year i wanted to just freak out and um, so i did rightfully so and final year man you're meeting your friends and everything and pre graduation day we all met up at my house uh no two days before graduation we all like all, umber and all my closest friends from college who were like doing really well right but they they weren't doing so well back then we were all jackasses back then and we met up in my house and we had a little shindig i forgot the fact that my parents were coming the very next day for my graduation and i we were we were let's say not in the best state of mind but my parents for the first time are seeing me in this light and i forgot about the fact that they were coming at all thankfully this was a graduation day and we come to the graduation some of them are sitting in one corner i'm sitting in another corner i was supposed to be one of the persons that were giving that speech in the as a i could say valedictorian or how how a valedictorian speech or something uh after i gave my speech uh justice chandrashekhar of the then judge of karnataka high court was one of the judges i mean was one of the chief guests then he came onto the podium and he said something like mr shanbag your speech was very nice i see a judge in you someday and things like that and my father and mother like completely forgot everything that they saw the previous night and they were all like extremely happy about it but i think it was one of the memories that i would always yes i think like, i uh, i have heard this story i don't know if, if you know a person so uh, there's ajay so he, i okay. uh, he told me so i told so i was i think one of the days i was like wow these seniors are amazing man i, I don't know when i'll be like these seniors and he was like hey, man this is nothing you don't know the story of ashwin shanbag during his graduation and i think now that you say this <laughs> this is so i think the legend goes i don't know how much of it is true now that i'm actually witnessing it so the legend goes that you made up the speech right at that moment and you uh wow yeah. <laughs> i absolutely winged it because again like it was it had to do with how my entire life up until that point was being thrown away because my parents had seen me in a very different light and i was having a huge tiff with them just then like until like that from that morning till like i came to the auditorium so i was not even thinking about the speech and then like i went and i'm like just speak your mind i mean this is what you're going to do for a living you're going to have to speak so speak and i generally whatever i said that day was absolutely from the heart and it's something that i follow i still remember whatever i said during the graduation speech about telling my classmates and then graduates as to how if you know it's a profession that right now is you know getting too much into the money just do it because you love the law and do it because you're passionate about it the money will come whenever it has to come so if you're doing eight cases that you are doing for like the purposes of your you know remuneration and your revenue and so on and so forth just do two to three cases on a pro bono basis because you've done the law you've studied the law for 5 years and it's something that i honestly follow even right now and it's something that i'm going to absolutely follow for the rest of my life as well so that i felt was a cause that i that rightly struck justice chandrashekhar and he remembers me for it as well coincidentally he also judged me in a moot in that very year so he remembers me from back then as well he judged the finals in uh, christ moot that year uh when i was there with shamli and uh, aishwarya who by the way are equal legends uh when it comes to mooting and cmr circle uh, 
I think you should probably hear about some of the names that were there with me that really really brought up the actual see apart from the competitions there are multiple people that have done multiple amazing things in CMR some people in the in the realm of sports publishing and so on and so forth maybe in public speaking there were a few of us that tried our best to get the college's name out there um so i'll tell you a lot about these people and the kind of crazy people that they were as well wow. but this is the graduation story and uh it will be a very nice day but enjoy when it comes to you guys and hopefully if you pass your paper i'm sure they'll allow you to come to graduation yeah <laughs> hopefully yeah okay so now let's come to your experience beyond college so you've told us that you have worked under anirudh krishnan sir and uh, right yeah. so was it right from the college itself or was there uh, something else in between and then uh, no there was a break of a few months in between where i was in delhi that uh, i was helping out a judges in don and then uh, i took a break and i came back to chennai because my father was not feeling well so my um, idea was to basically stay in delhi for a long time and then join a delhi lawyer there and because i was under the assumption that delhi to litigation ka capital hai sab delhi mein hai so i thought i'll stay in delhi but my father felt very sick which um, forced me to come back to chennai and so i can't like not i can't be out of work for more than 2 months or something so i decided to join the then happening lawyer so i wanted to join and trust me i did like research for like months and months uh, before i decided to join ak um and every senior lawyer that i went to so i was under the assumption that if you go to a very senior lawyer and you learn from him you'll do good so i went to all of the senior advocates that were doing really well in in madras high court at that point in time and all of them told me that there's no point in joining my office um uh, you should join an office that is not a senior counsel office that is an office which files cases drafts cases and things like that and like three to four people including arvind datta uh had suggested why didn't you join anirudh and he's also like looking for a junior um so i reached out to ak uh telling them that like i spoke to anil raja sir i spoke to datta sir um i would love to have the opportunity to work with the firm sent him my cv and everything so he called me for an interview after he asked me to basically write a research note at all i think that is absolutely the most garbage research note that i've done in the entire history of research notes that anyone has ever under like ever undertaken to write one it was a topic that i couldn't probably comprehend so i just went to the first six links that i saw on google and tried putting up something uh only later on to find out in the interview process that it was um, a case that he was actually working on in the arbitration field i then decided what i literally told him that i will learn i will work as hard as i can until i'm with you and like i don't care about the salary see <laughs> i think when you come to litigation and when you say that i don't care about how much money that i'm making but i just want to learn that is something that uh, people will really cherish because then they truly know that you're actually here for the love of litigation i think when i asked ak at a later point in time he said that is a quality that he really um, liked and that's why he chose me i don't think he even read my research note because if i were ak and if i read my the research note that ashwin shanbag had sent back then i wouldn't have hired him. like i'm so glad he did and i joined ak and it was man i told you before right it was a, a big reality check so all that hustle puzzle that you're doing right now saying that ashwin chanbag this that that my first draft had some gazillion mistakes let alone spelling mistakes and things like that he just 
he just threw the draft at me he would just yell see and rightfully so right now i'm a senior as, as in i have my own office and if my colleagues are not doing well i i get up so in i would get very upset with him uh yelling at me and doing these things like that but um i now understand that it was all my mistake and like uh it was all part of the learning curve but when you when you're in an office like that a young mid-sized dispute resolution firm that was handling all the kinds of matters that i'm handling right now you learn absolutely tons and tons of things like you have to do everything from the scratch right from stitching the bundle to stitching the papers to going and filing drafting um and things like that so ak that way was very good in terms of and he's a oxford graduate he's a he's a he's a very smart guy anirukrishnan if you look him up you'll know and he was a definitive author of a, one of the leading commentaries of in the field of arbitration law as well bachavat and um so working in his office for 4 years was a great learning experience so slowly there were situations when ak was getting so busy with the amount of matters that he was getting that um he would send us for one or two cases say that why don't you go and argue this it may not be a mainstream big case but i still remember one of the cases that he initially gave me was a copyright infringement and a confidentiality breach suit uh, he was not in town and another colleague of mine uh, who actually i'm married to right now uh, uh, she was supposed to argue that case and this was her first time arguing that uh, arguing before a proper judge in a proper suit in a proper interim application ak could not attend because he was out of town sela could not attend because she was sick so i got the opportunity as a second in line i went before a judge i argued plain facts and i actually got my order that was the first ever order that i got before a judge and ak was very impressed and he had people tell him that i did a good job in court and things like that um uh, and that gave him more confidence towards me and he i think ever since then he kept giving me matters to go argue myself and there was a very good relationship uh, as a senior and a junior over there and uh, that kind of a relationship i feel is very hard to find like if you can find a senior that can not just be your senior he should be someone that sort of mentors you that molds you and i think a large part of uh, who or what i am as a practitioner today is something that i owe to him and and i forever be indebted and great that um so you got a lot of opportunities in an office like that so my advice to youngsters also on that front would be don't join a big firm or a big litigation firm join an office where you feel that you'll get hands on work and you can learn a lot you'll have over the course of 4 years i would have done so many matters with him and a variety of commercial and civil matters and arbitration matters that 4 years was enough time to give me the confidence to set up my own practice so i would say that was but the reality check in the initial few 3 3 months was hell the first 3 months was hell ak was just working in a very different speed because of how good he was and i could just never match up to that speed and there was so many of my co juniors who were always looking at me like why is this guy slacking so much and it's a you have to pick up yourself and learn the hard way kind of a place and that really molded me and all that i think that bubbly over talkative and funny i won't say funny over joyful person of all it sort of i won't say died but sort of mellowed down in the first 3 to 4 months of litigation it absolutely did that's why i always call it a reality check phase i said that ashwin chandbag muna debater muta phase is done now it's life and wow. ak is so ak lc was good great
so i think uh, so you said that uh, you actually loved synergy service classes on adr so was that the motivation for you to go towards the dispute resolution so the field that you are in right now or yeah, were you absolutely right uh, i would say it was the i was a motivation motivation is too strong a word but i was always fond of that subject ever since i was a, a freshy because a fresher because um my father's company had been going through an arbitration with a big multinational corporation and so all these terms like arbitration oh senior advocate all these things were thrown around like multiple times back then itself so i was like he was telling me it's always a very growing field of law and it truly was and it truly is even right now um and so i always thought okay in addition to existing fields of law which civil and criminal law and constitutional law and all are always your basic that's your bread and butter uh you need to at some point start super specializing in certain subjects so arbitration that way was a good uh gateway and uh, shrinidhi sir's classes was very were very informative and if and his practical classes were also very informative that's one of the reasons why i got like very good marks in my final year absolutely okay so yeah that was yeah so you have told us about your love for the madras bench and madras uh, uh, this thing now you know and we all know that the hub as you have already told is delhi bombay and especially when we are talking about arbitration so how was it like how did you navigate your way in a situation like this when you are like so passionate about your place and but the passion the, your passion for your subject is Where some place which is like completely far Delhi and like Bombay and etc. How was that navigating through that? No, I think you learn to live with things. I mean, as philosophical as it sounds, like uh, your situation was such that I could like look at Delhi, Bombay, but it was also in retrospect a good decision that I stayed in Madras because I would have been making peanuts as a starting out advocate in litigation in Delhi. And if it's I don't have a home to stay there, like what I would earn would probably be. Uh, like what i would give towards rent and that too i'd have to like stay somewhere very far away from delhi i can't all the lawyers offices will be in places like gk and like jorbag and i wouldn't like be able to afford even an auto in those areas so in retrospect i think staying in your home city and doing litigation is always a very smart choice and madras having original jurisdiction always helps so you don't have to unlike uh, karnataka where you don't have your original jurisdiction where you have to start start from the lower court you don't have to do that you can start with um high court directly so that was so i made my peace with it so i i was fine with madras high court okay so i think we have talked about the past and we are talking about the present and uh, uh would we, now let's talk about the future what is it that makes ashwin shanbag excited now like you have already told us that you are going for your higher degree but is that it or is there something more also no i think every uh, like for instance i left my previous uh, i left aklc like about uh, almost 2 years ago right now and um, uh, selan i have been practicing with my my now wife and i have been practicing together uh, for almost a year and a half or so in this time itself actually towards my end of aklc thing i i think i forgot to tell you this towards the end of my aklc stint uh, ak gave me the opportunity to because uh, insolvency and bankruptcy code as a field of law was just developing then ibc came in the year 2016 and it just started nclts were just getting firmed up in chennai and stuff 
and he put me in charge of NCLT uh, in Chennai, in his office in addition to some of the high court and lower court and arbitration matters so i was one of the few people in few people in his office that uh, regularly attended ibc proceedings and that's when i realized it see the law is always evolving there's a new law that's coming out always and there's always going to be a uh, new areas of law where you can expertise yourself with uh, and familiarize yourself with so i ended up actually being one of the chief uh, editorial board members for the leading insolvency and bankruptcy code commentary written by wadwa brothers that happened like last year so i've in the course of the last two years itself started exploring things that i should move more towards and that's why litigation for me has always been fun started out being interested in arbitration now i do i arbitration ibc uh general civil corporate and commercial matters that variety is what like thrills me and post my masters i'm actually like fine even if i'm going to only apply for like two universities and if i don't get them i'm going to start continue doing my practice because honestly it's picking up really well and i've been advised by a few people not to take out that one year from litigation when your practice is slowly developing and i'm really excited to um, grow this firm more uh, enroll more people onto my firm uh, because i think i'll make a very <laughs> i think i'd like to believe that i'd make a very funny senior and a very uh, chill kind of a senior and not uh, i'm not trying to say ak was by no means a chill senior but i think we just be like because he's the only senior that i've had i most certainly decided that i'd be a very different kind of a senior so i want to have a very good team and give them ample opportunities for them to grow as well because even as a debater or an mnr in college i always liked the concept of uh, teaching like uh, a lot of students like some of these guys that you hear about like shantel shivani chani um, all these guys are people like that i initially trained for mnr and nidhi and all for debate um so the concept of mentorship has always been with me and i think i'm very excited for that specific portion of my life as a senior to some of the young colleagues and at maybe at a later stage i also want to expand my practice to bangalore if the opportunity because we have a few clients there and i keep coming to bangalore very often so i maybe at some point i see myself setting up an office there as well right. so that's what the uh, that's the future more specifically oh i think um your ashwin shanbag and i think the name when it starts and it like it is laden with awards prestigious competitions and everything and now when i'm getting to witness you you portray something which is super humble and super down to earth so that is a quality that i think uh, this is very difficult to witness if you if you went back to my Uh, colleges and if or if one of my close friends from college end up watching this, I think they wouldn't agree with those adjectives at all because I wouldn't say I was very humble in college. Very, if I'm being very honest with you, I wouldn't say. But like I said, litigation gives you that reality check and it sort of mellows you down. And I think over age, it just you realize that these are things that are stepping stones, and it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, okay. But I think. Uh, i in right now retrospectively i think some of my batchmates have easily achieved far far greater things than i have like one of my classmates ambar and my best friend from college ambar rana pratap singh and uh, urvashi both of my classmates actually ended up becoming becoming civil judges at a very young age so they're judges of like certain courts right now and uh, urvashi is in uh, serving in the northeast and ambar is in like uh, up 
and and the, if these guys just and these guys are actually the people that are getting our only when your college is producing like judges and senior advocates and good ias ips candidates ultimately will they start saying that oh, okay this college is super duper good i'm sure it's doing very well right now but we're waiting for the day when we see like senior advocates and high court judges like maybe 15 10 12 to 15 years down the line i'm sure it will happen fingers crossed <laughs> Oh, okay, so I think your this entire interview is like filled with your life experiences and how and during these life experiences that you give us, you also give a lot of advices to all of us. Uh, but then, if you had to give an advice to an to a Ashwin Shanbag in the first year of the law school, so what would that be? He's just starting out law school and. he just uh, he does not know how to find his way there is like a tsunami and he's terrified that uh, this uh, he has to go to muns he has to go to debate and moot courts for making sure that his cv is amazing so what would oh. that yes so you i think you I said would, i would say don't uh, do that cv ultimately boils down to be ever like because i'm sitting on this side right now i can tell you that even if you're sending your job uh, description along with your cv for an uh, for an employer he's not going to look at like four pages or things of it he's honestly going to see what you put more into your application in terms of who you are as a person in many interviews you and like just maybe a page of your cv right so if if you see my cv right now it's not more it's probably not more than one to one and a half pages because i even though i've done so many and so many debates i'll just probably list out like three four of them focus on i would say your uh, improving your knowledge on certain areas and um if there was one advice that i would tell young people or rather uh, youngsters or for ashwin chambag of 2010 don't chase behind improving your cv or enjoy the moments in your college like one of the greatest regrets that i have in terms of college life see but it's something that i chose for is that i was going for like literally a, like one mu on every weekends that i would not spend so much time with my friends locally uh, for a very uh, long time so i would say that calm down like it's fine if you don't do 50 mu it's fine if you don't do 50 debates it's really fine if you don't do 10 moots do it for the experience enjoy college life because it's it's i mean once you get into the real world it's crappy it really is <laughs> but uh, so enjoy it while it lasts and uh, that's why i said don't think about cv too much but okay. think about developing your skills like if you're applying for a masters program let's say um imagine this harvard's application has two parts it's going to ask you one in 750 words describe why you deserve a place in harvard all right and two in 750 words write some specific interest uh, some specific area of law just write a uh, your interesting analysis of it any field of law they're going to ask you so they're asking you to describe something you're they're asking you to base five years of law school life rather you've learned so much over five years of law school and maybe like a few years after that 1500 words is going to what's determine you getting into harvard or not right so how many mnuns you've done or how many debates you've done or how many moots you've done is not going to determine how you're getting into harvard those 750 words how you how smart you are to basically convince them that this is why harvard has to recruit me it's not you don't end up your 750 words as saying oh i'm ashwin chandbag i've done about 50 or muns oh i'm ashwin chandbag i've done like this debate that debate no you would tell about how 
some of the challenges that you faced in colleges and how you overcame them or uh, some of the challenges that you faced professionally which is why i feel right now that uh, i feel for me i didn't face many challenges in college which is why when i sat after law school to uh, write my college essays like it just wasn't flowing but right now if you ask me to write a college essays over the course of the last 5 to 6 years of practice it just flows because so many challenges that i faced and so many things that i felt that i've overcome that i would be able to speak about it intelligent uh, in a very uh, informed manner so my advice to all youngsters would be think about improving your skills even if you are choosing to go to debates don't just go for debates see if you can hire a mentor for debates see if you can hire a debate coach to improve your debating skills because these skills can take you a long way like i know debaters who ace the skills that they've learned from debating in gmat and other competitive exams because it uses you to it wants you to get an analysis portion from a long passage right so that way just get your skills right don't focus too much on your cv because it boils down to ultimately one page so if anybody's out there chasing the best uh, but yeah try getting good internships because again in internships where you get hands on work go to your seniors at your internships and ask them to give you work don't wait for it to come or just don't work in an amarchandran mangaldas or an azb because it will look good on your cv what have you actually learned like honestly because when i did an internship from one of the big firms and when i joined ak he saw that firm and it made no sense because i did that internship in my second year so he asked me what did you learn from lutra and lutra in your second year in the litigation you wouldn't even know a plain from a return statement so learn the skills don't chase the cv it will automatically come that's all i would like to say basically uh, don't chase your cv don't chase your marks marks are important but i wouldn't say don't chase your marks marks are very important absolutely important yeah yes but you don't chase your yeah. sorry but you had your priorities very clear no no i see that was just one off incident because like it one chance was replaceable because i did end up writing those exams again and scoring good enough marks in them um i also checked with kslu to ensure that it doesn't turn up in my university transcript that i missed those exams so i don't have to explain to any university i'm applying for so i checked with them and only i bumped okay. but people would think that it's not the most rational decision but i think boils down to a personal choice but marks absolutely play a crucial role as well mm. i wasn't so good because of kslu i would always definitely blame it on kslu maybe it's the case maybe it's not but i would personally blame it on kslu i don't know how cmr university scoring techniques now are <laughs> is it lenient is it more lenient <laughs> so how's you don't mind me asking a few questions just for the fun like how's college right now though college right now uh, it's fun uh, it's fun because uh, a lot of the things are happening so there is centers that is happening one of the things that is going to be out soon hopefully i think nobody knows about this but it is going to be out soon is that the debate the debating society is not just going to remain about the about only of law school so it is going to become the debating society of the entire cmr university so all cmr all the cmr colleges all the clubs whatever they have they all will have uh like a like they will become the university club that anybody can join from wherever so that is super expensive so that is like people have like this misconception that lawyers would always end up being terrific debaters but honestly i've been beaten so badly by engineers in debates like i've been been beaten by rbc i've been beaten by so many iits and like so i think 
I think it's a good thing that you're getting a larger pool in. But how are you guys generally doing in debates now, though? Like in terms of breaking in. So the thing is that debates from the last year itself has kind of broken down the whole uh, system of debate. Uh, was that there had a, there was a competition and everybody was very excited to go to a competition. They used to be like a, it used to be like a festival that the people used to go to competition and then they win the competition. There was congratulations and there was another and this whole cycle has broken down because again the COVID scene has happened. So competition in itself is not happening so much. but there is a lot of new scenes that is going to happen so i don't know uh, if you know about this but there are online months that is that is happening so there is like i know exactly exactly <laughs> but yeah there are not meeting them in person like yes uh, it's not fun yes yeah. yes so that in itself is a very big challenge like a very big hump to cross that how do we conduct a competition so good in an online mode which is which might be closer to it cannot be better than a offline competition for sure but it is like which might be a little closer to what an on offline competition feels so the competition scene in that way is kind of little low and can dull but other things uh, like spe- especially for the debating society and there is another club that is writing circle we are trying and doing a lot of things and we'll see what happens in the next few, like in the next few weeks so that i think this is a phenomenal initiative i think you can call some of the people uh, that i've looked up to <laughs> i'm sure that's how you got me into the picture because you spoke to your demigod nidhi and like nidhi gave my reference so i think you should probably speak to some of the people like uh, in order to get their perspective because uh, ashwin chandra was just one person in like cma there are a lot of other people with a lot of other different stories that could certainly be very enriching because over the i'm sure after i graduated itself things like changed quite a lot like in terms of the kind of people like maybe like if you speak to people like shamli aishu vandana paul aditya paul and all like you'll get a very good perspective and if you want to go much more behind then maybe you should speak to vrain uh, alok alok is doing really well some of these guys are doing really well. alok last i met him on a street randomly in chennai and turns out he's doing working in house for uh, hindustan unilever and he's in a very high position in hindustan unilever yeah and so it's it's really crazy and shamli a person that i used to meet with uh, and who i was always very fond of actually has her office like a few streets uh, next to my office and in fact we are working on a few cases together hopefully looking to collaborate on a few cases together in terms of in the field of intellectual property so get those guys and they'll give you a very different and unique perspective amber also you should probably get and because he's a judge also right now and you can get a judge's perspective and how he i'm he struggled a lot in terms of his preparation days and to become a judge he'd make a very good story for you guys i think uh, talking to you it feels like i'm reading a book like you know uh, now talking about on this and talking about books especially if you had to recommend a book to a law student or like to anyone in general maybe not specifically just confined to law what would those be uh see i would be biased because it's a book that's had a very good impact on me is the courtroom genius by dattar sir okay he uh, this is a book that was given to me at graduation but this was also a book that was given to me uh, by another person and i eventually got a chance to meet dattar sir so i asked him and he asked me to read it again and i read it as a student and i read it as a lawyer and it was it just gave me a very 
each time i read it it gave me a very different perspective as a law student as well as i just read it as a student and i read it as a lawyer so that's a book that i would want every single law student or generally any other student to read because it's a ma- it's a story of a very uh one of the greatest legal minds that has argued some of the landmark most landmark judgments in our country starting out as a great mind to sort of going through alzheimer and like not being able to recollect anything so that his uh, brushes in the courtroom because you know how nani palkewala's life sort of ended where the journey from point a to point b is a very interesting thing and that that was a book that had a very good impact in my life so i would recommend the courtroom genius by arvind datta sir to anyone wow 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 okay in addition to that just read the existing books that you guys are given in college i'm sure you'll probably end up scoring a few more marks than i did <laughs> <laughs> okay i think this wraps it all up i think we have talked about the past we have talked about the present we have also talked about the future what excites you and everything in between there were some crazy stories that you have told us and it was all fun and now you've also told us that when it was not fun and you have told us your journey about when it was not fun and now ending it up with your like your book recommendation i think it is a pleasure talking to you Thank you so much for. Pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much for having me and congrats on this initiative. I think you guys are making great use of the time. Um, hope to see you guys sometime in college. I'm sure you'll be studying there for a few more years if you don't. <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, hope to see you guys and probably the juniors at some point. Maybe I was judging the moot court this time. Into I mean the last time in CMR moot court was happening online. I was judging one of the rounds. So. it was quite fun and i met chancellor ma'am after a long time online so i think maybe when it starts things start happening in life i'll drop down to college at some point and maybe we can all catch up sure thank you so much and this means a lot coming from you so thank you so much and thank you for taking out time it was my absolute pleasure Peace take care you. guys thank you so much bye bye